0: i want winners i want people that want to win you play to win the game you don't play to just play it you gotta put your money where your mouth is pete it's not gambling advice good morning and happy monday welcome to not gambling advice sponsored by prize picks use code just baseball or code Just gridiron when you download for a full instant deposit match for the best daily fantasy app, you can find that link in our episode description. Let's talk about Monday Night Football. It's the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Washington Commanders. Eagles are at home. This game will be played obviously in Philadelphia, and the Eagles are currently minus 10 and a half or minus 11, depending on what place you can find it. And the total is at 43 and a half. I want to take you through my thought process because my thought process is what ultimately landed this pick on the total instead of the spread, but I do have three player props that I will pair on prize picks. Plus, I have another player prop that is in the prize picks that is actually more expensive in terms of it's a higher reception prop total, but it's plus money, but I love it so much that I'm also playing it on books for a half unit. So in this episode, you will get my pick on the total, you'll get my three favorite player props at the end of this episode to play on prize picks, as well as one specific player prop that is plus money. Let's get into it. So this whole week, If you listen to our Sunday episode, well, that came out on Thursday night, um, we were talking about this Eagles and Commanders game. And Krabs, who you may know from Twitter, who's been on the show a bunch of times, he is a Commanders fan. And he spoke to the lack of energy coming from Washington. You know, with Dan Snyder, the possibility of selling the energy in the Washington locker room doesn't seem all that great. And at the same time, too, the last time these two teams played, it was on the the Eagles were on the road. They played in Washington and the Eagles won 24 to eight. That's the thing here is I don't truly know how the commanders are going to score the football, but 11 points is a ton. So, the last time, again, these two teams played, it was 24-8, to but that line was minus 5.5. At this point now, the Eagles are undefeated, but this is a divisional matchup. And if you're giving me 10.5 points, that just seems too many for a commander's team. And a commander's team that isn't that bad, especially on defense. So, I really wanted to take the Eagles spread. I still lean that direction. But it's almost against every fiber in my being to take a huge point spread in a divisional game with the total being this low. But the reason I'm going to target the under, and so that's the pick, it will be under 43 and a half, is for a multitude of reasons. First You know how when we've talked about Carson Wentz in the past and we've faded him on plenty of occasions, but we fade him in specific spots, and it's against teams that apply a ton of pressure. But Taylor Heineke, same thing here. It's funny. Taylor Heineke... Passer rating in a clean pocket is actually better than Jalen Hurts. According to PFF, 123.5 compared to 119.6. Now, you'd assume that when there's pressure on the quarterback that that passer rating would drop and you'd be right. But for a lot of quarterbacks, it doesn't drop to this extreme. For Taylor Heineke, drops from 123.5 to 36.6. That's very similar to Carson Wentz. If you can get pressure on the quarterback, which the Eagles are a top five defense in that stat, he goes way down. Jalen Hurts, on the other hand, while his passer rating drops from 119.6 to 76.7, He's still not as good with a lot of pressure on him. And the commanders can bring pressure even though Chase Young will be out. And these two teams also are relatively healthy, especially on defense, except for Chase Young, who will not play for the Washington Commanders. But the one thing that is has been working this year for the Washington Commanders is their defense. They power rank 11th in defense, according to PFF. But there are a couple of stats here that... Um, of what they're the best at that actually combats the Eagles pretty well. What do the commanders like to do? They love to just feed Terry McLaurin. But the thing is with the Eagles, they're one of football's best against number one wide receivers. They're actually second in DVOA against number one wide receivers, according to Football Outsiders. You know, they have Darius Slay, they have James Bradbury. Their secondary is really elite. So I'm not totally sure how the the commanders are going to move the ball. Because if Taylor Heineke, under pressure, doesn't perform well, he actually performs terribly... If they can't get it to their number one wide receiver in Terry McLaurin, how are they going to effectively move the football? And then if we're just looking at a pass rush, Eagles are top five in that. If we're looking at coverage in general, Eagles are top six in that. If we're looking at just straight defense, they're top five. And their rush defense is the thing that struggles a little bit more. The Philadelphia Eagles are only 17th in rush defense. But we know that the commanders at this point are not a very good rushing attack. Antonio, or Antonio Brown, Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson. These guys are fine running backs, but they haven't been performing all that well. So what I think the commanders are going to try and do is run the ball because that's the one thing that you can do on the Eagles, which will, again, chew clock. But it, that doesn't necessarily mean that there will be a lot of success in terms of points for the commanders. Because if their one thing that they can do against the Eagles is run the ball and they're not a very good rushing attack, how are they going to score? Eagles are going to get a ton of pressure on Heineke. They're not going to be able to get it to Terry McLaurin. And they're going to, to be forced to run the ball. And then on the Eagles side, while I do think that the Eagles will be able to put up a decent amount of points, this Washington Commanders defense is not too bad. It's really not too bad. Especially because when we're looking at the Commanders, what they're best at, if we're looking at rush defense, they have a better rush defense than the Philadelphia Eagles do. They do, and if we're just looking at defense as a whole, they have the top eleven defense. So if that's the main point here, that they will be able, that both sides will be able to play defense, give me the full game under, especially because I just don't think the Commanders are going to score. I think their team total under is a good play, um, and I think that the Eagles, once they go up in the first half. And I do think the Eagles in the first half is a good bet because the Eagles have been so good. But that just seems so square at this point because the Eagles in the f- in the first half, everybody knows how good they've been. At the end of the day, they are 8-0. And if we're just looking at some money splits here, so on um, DraftKings, basically that's the da- data that VEASAN gets. We have 60% of bets on the over, but yet we have 56% of the handle on On the under. And what I also like to do is, I like to look at the Pickett Sports app, Um, and you should download it too. The link is in our bio, it's completely free, and that really is the best way to help us out. Um, I know. A lot of you, you have already signed up for prize picks, which we genuinely appreciate. But if you don't want to put a singular dollar down, totally understand. But the best way to help out this podcast is to rate us five stars on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening, or download this Pickett Sports app. It's completely free and you get all of my picks tracked and you'll get an alert exactly when I make a pick. For example, if you downloaded the Pickett Sports app, you would have seen my picks already loaded in. So if we're looking at the Philadelphia vs. Um, Eagles versus the um, Washington Commanders, we also see betting splits on there, which is really cool because it's everyone who makes their picks on picket. You see where their handle is at. And honestly, what I've noticed is that sometimes you don't really want to fade these because the people on picket a little bit of sharper bettors. And what we see right now is that um the bet percentages, it's about 57% of bets on the under, but 70% on the under. So I actually like that, funny enough. Normally you don't often like to see that, but an app like Pickett, I kinda like that. So I will definitely be on the full game under here. We've seen this under also drop from 44.5 to 43.5. Um, so there's some line movement there. Um I I when I do the X's and O's. Like, I just think that this game is going under based on the defense, but also we have some trends working in our favor. We know, especially home divisional primetime dogs, I mean, I don't have to read you that trend, but what I can read you the trend is... When a favorite is of 10 or more, the under has been hitting at above a 60% rate this year. Unders have just been profitable in general, but over a long stretch of time beyond this year, when you have a favorite of 10 or more, it doesn't matter if they're home or away, the under is hitting at near a 60% clip. So, And that's how I like to handicap the game, right? Um, We have to rely on trends and angles. We rely on public versus um, sharp betting percentages, as well as line movement. And then we have to look at the X's and O's. This under fits every single one of those things. And while I do like the Eagles to cover, if I have to narrow it down to one of my favorite picks, I do think that it will be the under. Because I do think the Eagles cover because I think it's going to be very similar to that 24-8 game. But I also at the same time wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles show up for this game and maybe lose the game by 10. This game might end 20 to 10. If the, uh, That's kind of how I'm thinking this game ends. And I think that it goes way under. So if you're thinking about a teaser, I could definitely see teasing the Eagles down, possibly to four and a half, and then taking the under at what, what would that be? 49 and a half. I think that's a pretty decent one. Um, but again, I'm not a big fan of teasers. But if you're looking for leans, I do think that's a very solid bet. So let's talk about a couple of my props, because the props revolve around my thinking for the full game. So first... On prize picks, um, I like John. You guys know I like these random players to go over their minuscule receiving yards. That player today is John Bates, uh, tight end for the Washington Commanders. So we've seen the targets there. Normally he gets two to three targets per game, but in the last couple of games, um, he's either gotten zero or six. He, if you look at John Bates's, uh, box score lately. Not a lot of production has been there for the second string tight end. So you're probably wondering, well, Peter, why do you like him at all? Well, because I think that the commanders, they're going to have to do a lot of short dump offs today. So I actually think his receptions will be there as well as his yards. Um, And even he can get this in one big play. Um, Because as we know, if you get pressure on Taylor Heineke, they know that they're going to have to get the ball out fast. And When I said that I don't think Terry McLaurin is going to do all that well today, I think an under on his receiving yards is actually a pretty good play. My only worry with that is just because they will probably try to force-feed him anyway, which I think will lead to turnovers. So that's why I'm not going to take his under receiving yards, but I do think that it's a pretty solid play here. But if we're looking at John Bates, why do I like John Bates? So John Bates only has 84 receiving yards on the entire year, but the targets have been there. Like if we look at the past four games, six targets, three targets, one target, two target— But in those last two games, he hasn't gotten over this eight and a half receiving total. But why are they giving it to him? Because I do see a lot of short dump offs from Taylor Heineke to the tight end. The and then the other one before I get to the plus money one, Jalen Hurts more than 39 and a half rushing yards. First of all, this is an enormous number. Jalen Hurts over 39 and a half rushing yards in his last five games. He's only gotten there one time. But the Washington commanders play a lot of man defense. Um, and when you're playing man defense against a running quarterback, that's not always a great, that's not a great recipe for success. So I think this number is very, very high for a reason. I think that the Washington Commanders defense in terms of how they are against the pass is pretty solid. If, if we look at just their coverage metrics, um, the Washington Commanders are about average in, um, in coverage, but it's their pass rush that I'm looking at. They're ranked in the top 10. So they're going to be able to get to Jalen Hurts, push him outside the pocket, and so I think he'll have plenty of opportunities to run the football and go over 39 and a half rushing yards. But my favorite prop, my favorite prop um is AJ Brown over 5 receptions, but on FanDuel, um I got it at plus 126. I only put a half unit on it because again, I already put it in my prize picks entry, so it's not like I want to hammer it, but I do really like it for a couple of reasons. First, A.J. Brown in matchups like these against man defense is a monster. And I also think that because the commanders rush the quarterback very well, they're going to try and feed A.J. Brown in open space. Now, will he go over his receiving yards? I think it's possible. It's at 71.5, which is an enormous um, line It's the highest in the game. And A.J. Brown has actually only gone over this in two of his last five games. So I think the receptions are the one that's going to be there for him. I think they're going to try and force feed him, try and get him into open space, because that's the way to beat the Washington Commanders defense. Because if we're looking at rush defense, they are pretty solid there, too. The way to get them is through the pass. And also, they're a very good tackling team, too. So that's why I'm not going over the... Um, the receiving yards, but I like the receptions. And if it's at five on prize picks, obviously I'm going to be putting that in my entry. But at the same time, I want his over five and a half on FanDuel. So that'll do it for this episode. Again, the best way to support this podcast is to make sure that you download the picket Sports app. That is in our episode description. It's completely free. That's where I track all my plays and you can see all the betting handles. Very cool app, similar to Action Network, but personally, I think it's better and that's why I use it. And it's completely free. Also, if you want to use code just baseball or code just gridiron in order to get a full instant deposit match, now is the time to do so. Really, really love these props today. Love these props today. And I really do love the under. Um, and if you've been cashing with us, I know we went 1-1-1 one, one, and one on Sunday. Lost on the Broncos, pushed on the Jaguars, and then won on the Green Bay Packers. But I did have a live bet on Pickett, which we lost crushing defeat terrible just not a very good Sunday but overall we've still done very well this year and I would greatly appreciate a five-star review especially on Apple podcasts let me know in a written review what you've been enjoying about the show so far but we have to remember that none of this was gambling advice